Hi guys, welcome back to Grow More Good. Today's a little cozy episode. I'm sitting with my brand new mug. I got a cute little mug from this Christmas market that we went to. I thought it was honestly going to be way bigger. I mean, the farmer's markets that I've been to in Florida and in California have been just absolutely massive. It's like tents and tents and tents of vendors. And they have places here that are similar, similar setup. Um, but it it's like very touristy for what I've seen so far. Um, but I, I saw in one of the Facebook groups that I'm in, it's like everything that you need to know about Puerto Vallarta. And... I saw that there was a cool Christmas market. That's literally the only the only details that I had about it was where it was located, what time it was, and that it's a Christmas market by the cool market is what it's what it's called. And so I was like, John, we are going to this. I have been seeing everyone's fucking stories about all the Christmas markets that they're going to. And I am so jealous. They look so cute and so cozy. Everyone's strolling around with their hot cocoa, with all their Christmas decorations. And it just looks so cute. And yeah, just know that if I follow you and you've been to one, I've seen it and I am have huge FOMO. Um, but yeah, I was like, we need to go. And so he went, it was last weekend and it was nothing like what I expected at all. It, um, it was good still, but there were like less than 10 vendors in a tiny little area. I think it was maybe like eight vendors. Um, there was someone selling candles, someone selling desserts, someone selling like, uh, all natural and like made with essential oils, candles and like room sprays and body sprays, massage oils. Um, there was someone selling like handmade ceramics and jewelry and like a, a mini little boutique vibe. There was a little girl there selling her creations. Yeah, it just was very tiny. There was jewelry being sold. So it was really tiny. The stuff that was pretty good. I mean, there were two spots that I ended up getting something from and actually John ended up buying some brownies. They were to die for. Holy shit. They were these like ooey gooey caramel brownies. Incredible. They had a layer of caramel in the middle. Incredible. I ended up getting an all natural like body spray made with essential oils. It smells really good. I've been wanting something. I don't, I ran out of my little travel perfume that I brought with me and I don't have anything else. And I don't want to buy more perfumes because I know that they're toxic for our bodies. And so I've been trying not to buy a new perfume, but I've been looking for something like natural that I can use that's not terrible for me. I finally found it. I didn't expect to find something here. I thought I would find it maybe like when visiting home or in California at a farmer's market, but I'm glad that I was able to find it here. 
Um, and yeah, then I also got my mug. It's so fucking cute. It has little butterflies and a half of a face on it, like the little nose and a mouth and butterflies and it's blue on the inside and she's so cute. So I'm just having some black tea in my mug this morning. I'm taking a little break from, I'm taking a little break from coffee for a week or so. I don't even want to say that out loud because I don't want to do it. I love my lattes. I've been getting little $3 lattes almost every single day. And they're so yummy. I'm such a latte girl and that's all I want. And yeah, I've just been noticing some anxious tendencies, which I think is a combination of things. And this is actually what I wanted to talk about in this episode today is being able to notice some habits forming that are out of the ordinary and that may be signs and symptoms of what we would like jump to label as anxiety and being able to notice those things without spiraling. So something that I've noticed that's a really big one is like shortness of breath constantly. And I've just been catching myself trying to catch my breath, like just taking deep as breaths all the time throughout the day. And they don't feel like they're hitting. Like I take a deep breath and I feel like I, it, it's not, my body's not receiving it. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck? And I really have to focus on it for a second and really send it into my belly and like let my lungs expand. And it normally takes a few breaths, but I feel like I literally can't breathe. And I never understood that before when people with anxiety said like they couldn't breathe. I thought it was like hyperventilation, but apparently, apparently it's different and I now get it. Um, I've also been picking a lot at my nails and chewing my nails. I used to do that all the time when I was little. I, I literally used to always have little nubs for nails. Those are the main two things that I've noticed is like picking and biting my fingernails and the skin around my nails and also the shortness of breath. And I think that the caffeine could be a contributing factor, but I also think that it may be a call to like get into my body and something that I will own up to is that I have not been really sitting with myself every day. Like I used to, I used to have my morning routines that was like, sit down, we meditate, we stretch, we read, we journal. Like that was my, those things were all getting checked off in my morning routine. And it would take me like two hours. And I just have like pulled away from that ever since. I don't, I don't know exactly at what point in time, but I do know that I was, I was noticing that when I could not check all of those things on my list, I felt very overwhelmed and I felt like something was off. Like something was not right. I could not function fully properly if I wasn't able to check all those things off of my list off of my agenda. I felt like I wasn't fully able to 
take care of myself in the morning. I wasn't able to set aside intentional time. And I like wrote this story of like, I need all these things or I will not be okay. I need to do these four things every morning or I'm not going to be able to show up as my best self. And I think that it's really, really important to have a routine but I don't think it should be your everything. I think you should still be able to function if you don't get a chance to hit every single thing on the list. Like what you need looks different every single day. So it's important to be able to tune into your body and recognize like, okay, what do I actually need? But um, because I had that awareness of like, hello, I shouldn't be feeling this way if I don't get to everything, like I should be able to, I should be able to be okay if I don't do my morning routine. And so after learning that, I just went to the other extreme of having nothing and just like complete flow. And I've kind of been sitting in that, like my feminine has been calling me into flow and into rest and into no routine land. And that's what I've been doing. And when I think about like, which is, which is okay. I'm not going to say that it's the end of the world, but for me, when I think about my future self, when I think about my higher self, I won't say that she necessarily has a strict routine, but she does sit aside time every single day for herself. And that does look like meditation. And that does look like journaling. I have not put down journaling. I journal every single day. If anything, I'll miss like one day of journaling, but I'm constantly reflecting in my notes app or in a voice note or on my stories, like reflection never stops, but I will miss a day here and there with journaling. I I can say that like written sitting down and intentionally journaling. Sometimes I I don't get to, but when I think about my future self, like she has a consistent routine where she is tuning in. And right now I'm kind of skipping out on that. And I've been on my phone so much where I think that this is also like why I've been feeling these anxious tendencies is because I've just had so much screen time and it's pulling me away from my body. It's pulling me out of the present. And I think that this is my reaction to not being in the present Like my body is calling me to slow down, to be here, to pay attention. And I haven't been doing that. And this is the exact reason that it hasn't caused me to spiral. In the past, I've experienced anxious tendencies. Like all of a sudden, I've I've talked about this in a previous episode. This has not happened in so long, but when we lived in Tampa, randomly I would just be sitting eating dinner with John and I would just feel so anxious out of nowhere, like racing thoughts, racing heartbeat. I was just like, 
what is going on? Why am I freaking out right now? And it's hard to explain, but yeah, all of a sudden I would just be like, so scared and I would never say anything. I would just like try and stop it inside my head. And the awareness of what was going on would make me spiral and would send me deeper into it. I would focus so hard on like trying to make it go away and it would get louder and louder. And I would just freak out more and more. Like I know that I've come to a place where the awareness doesn't have to mean that, holy shit, this is really bad. This shouldn't be happening right now. Why do I feel like this? Like that is not my reaction anymore. It's more so like, where am I, what am I being called to pay attention to? I think that with these signs and symptoms always boil down to something more. And even with, this is something that I talk about all the time with a mental health diagnosis. I, I still don't think that that is the cause. I think that there is always something deeper rooted. And if you are curious to know more about this, I talked about this in um, two other episodes, one with Morgan Shelley it's called Beyond Medication. Not sure which episode, but you can find that one. And then the one I recorded with Autumn, I don't know what that one is called, but I will link both of them in the show notes. So you can, so you don't have to scroll. You can just go down there and you can listen. But we talked about both of their perspectives because they had both received diagnosis, diagnoses, diagnoses. They were both medicated for it and they both have different perspectives, I think, but ultimately we just like talk about our different perspectives and our different experiences. And it's just really interesting. Like, I don't think that we should ever accept something as face value, especially a diagnosis, especially with what I have learned about how much power your mind has. If you can tell your mind as simply, simply, simply put good things. If you can tell yourself good things, then your body will respond accordingly. And it kind of sounds like bullshit, but people have literally come out of the most mind boggling situations because they redirected their energy and told their body that it was healing and they tuned in and got into their body and their body responded accordingly. It's insane what your mind can do. Tony Robbins and Wayne Dyer are both examples of people that have cured illnesses through the mind and not just mental health illnesses, not just mental illnesses. I don't even fuck with that word at all. It doesn't feel real to me, but like diagnoses that they've been given from doctors about their body, like cancer, 
And so it's just really interesting when I'm able to notice something that is going on. It doesn't make me freak out. It doesn't send me down the rabbit hole of something is wrong with me. And this is something that you can train yourself to do. This is something that you should try to train yourself to do. Practice it as much as you can because ultimately you are in control, especially when it comes to your mental health and the things that you are choosing in your life, the way that you're feeling, the thoughts that are going through your mind. If you have really debilitating thoughts where your mind is attacking you and does not feel like your friend and you can't be alone because you can't stand to be with yourself, you don't like yourself, we can change our thoughts. Like You can start telling yourself something different. That's just the voice of your ego. And they're just trying to protect you by keeping you super tiny and small. But it's because that there is a deeper wound, not because it's truth. It's because you haven't stuck up to the bully yet. They're just pushing you around and you stand up for yourself maybe once. Like, you're stupid. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are stupid. Oh, okay. Like, we're just going to accept that. The bully doesn't fucking believe you that you're confident enough. Your ego doesn't believe you that you can overcome it, that you are confident enough. So when your mind starts telling you that you're anxious and you're like, no, I'm really not anxious. Like what else is going on here? And your mind tells you, no, you are really anxious. Like this is your anxiety. Something's wrong with us. You can be like, no, 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 nothing's wrong. Look around me. I'm safe. What do I really need? Maybe I'm not paying attention to my breathing. Maybe I'm taking really shallow breaths. Maybe I have been glued to my phone for too long. I need to look up. Maybe I need to go outside. Maybe I need some sunlight. Maybe I need some water. Maybe I need to stop drinking caffeine. There are so many things that could potentially be coming up. And it's the willingness to play detective with your body and let the solution reveal itself to you. So yeah, this was a super short and sweet episode. I just wanted to share with you something that I'm experiencing. I think this is a valuable lesson of being able to tune into your body and ask questions and really be an advocate for yourself, your own health, and not just like accept what's happening if you're not happy with it. But you guys know that I love sharing my experience and teaching from what I know to be true. And this is a real-time example of what's going on with me. So to honor my future self to honor what I said. Like when I think of my higher self, like right now, what I'm doing does not align with the things that she does. And the only way that I will, the only way that I'll get to her is if I start moving the same way that she does, I'm not just going to like turn into her one day. It's going to be what is over time supporting my growth and evolution into her. And so I will be meditating and stretching every single day 
I already journal every day, but I'm going to include that here as well because she's doing all those things, something for the body, something for my mind, for my soul. Literally both of them are for my soul. All three, I guess, meditation, stretching and journaling. So I want to know what things that you are committing to. And if you made it this far in the episode, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for coming back every single week, new episode every single Friday. I appreciate you so much. If you could, and you haven't already leave this podcast or review on Apple podcasts, give it a rating on Spotify it takes literally two seconds and take a screenshot. If this episode resonated with you, if you enjoyed the episode, if you think that there's somebody in your life that could benefit from hearing it, send it over to them, post this on your story and make sure you tag me so I can see your shares in real time and say, thank you. I'm sending you so much love and I will talk to you next Friday.